What's up, everyone? My name is Melissa McCack, and this is my brother, Justin Maycack. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Room 51, where we talk about all things board gaming. This is Speak Up, Game of the Month, where we pick some sort of game that we feel has not gotten enough love. It might not necessarily be underrated, but just hasn't been talked about enough. And we're going to pick that for you. But before we get started, we want to let you know we are having a mega giveaway this Friday on our podcast. You've got to listen to it to find out how to enter. We're giving away three Room 51 hoodies, totally authentic and amazing. What? What? Yeah, buddy. All right. So let's get right on into it. Justin, do you want to start us off with your Speak Up Game of the Month? Let's do this. All right. So. My speak up game of the month is a game that none of you have heard of. Now, so it's actually a game that's fairly popular. It's uh, it, it's in the top two hundred of BGG, like just made it, and it's probably going to uh fall out of two hundred. And the reason for that is just as of how old it is, and that's really the only reason why it even makes it as a speed up for me. It's just not being spoken about, I think, because it's just an older game. It, I mean, it came out before 2000, 1998, but it's from a major designer, Reiner Tunisia, and the game is Samurai. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this game too much, Melissa. I know when we played it, you were. it was one of those games where you were feeling like you didn't fully get the strategy while playing it. So, and I think that kind of hurt the gameplay of it for you a little bit. But for me, I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite strategy games. Uh, it, I've only played it at three players, surprisingly. So I know it works really well at three. I would like to try it at two and four. But yeah, so it's essentially a game where you're, each player will place down a tile in a different area. And what you're trying, and each tile will have like numbers, which shows how much strength you have in that area. And once a, a certain statue has been fully surrounded on, on all sides, you'll add up the numbers to see who had the most, and then they'll take that little statue. Uh, and whoever has the most of these in the three different types of statues at the end wins. So obviously, it's it sounds like a lot like an abstract strategy game when you describe it like that, and it kind of is, even though it takes place in feudal Japan and it feels maybe a little themey. But overall, I think the strategy is pretty abstracted out, and it's just a game that doesn't get mentioned much. It doesn't get brought up a lot when people talk about abstract strategy games or uh, just strategy games in general. I think that this game, though, actually like. It's one that a lot of people would love. I just think that especially people that are newer to the hobby, I think it's less likely that you're going to find this game. And I only say that also because it was by luck that I found this game. I never heard of it, but at Pat's Unplugged, my girlfriend picked it up and was just like, hey, I think you would like this game. And I wound up buying it just because it looked cool. And I fell in love with it. It's one of my favorite games. Highly recommend it. And I just think that it should be getting some more love. It should have more hype around it. People should still be talking about it. Yeah, that game, I guess because Reiner Knizia has just made so many freaking games, he just like yes. poops them out. Yes, uh, he does, actually. <laughs> some of them just kind of get lost in the shuffle. Samurai, I knew about. Uh, it's gotten some love probably it, early on before we were in the hobby. Exactly, because it is actually one of his bigger games. It's just so old. Yeah, nobody really talks about it nowadays, really. 
But yeah, it, it is that weird cross between abstract strategy and then like kind of Euro gamey, just because there's a little yeah. bit more going on than your typical abstract strategy game. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like it is. It's almost like the hybrid, I guess, but not. Yeah. Tr- it's it's more like in the middle rather than a hybrid. <laughs> right, right, and I thought the game was okay. I, no, that's not true. I thought the game was really good. It just wasn't quite for me. Uh, not only could I not understand the strategy because I'm dumb as heck, but yes. I <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't gravitate towards those types of games. But I feel like if you are somebody who does like abstract strategy or maybe kind of Euro-y games that really the mechanics have nothing to do with the theme of the game, this might be up your alley. It is pretty good, and I respect it for what it is. Heck yeah. And I, honestly, it's almost... I guess with these speak-ups, like, there's almost that piece of um, not being directly against Cult of the New, but like I think the only issue with Cult of the New is this piece right there of people stop caring about the game when it's so much older, I find. like n- Even though the game had staying power in terms of its gameplay, which I think Samurai does, it doesn't have staying power in terms of its popularity for some reason. And I think that can kind of suck because there are people that would absolutely love this game. Like, I I would not be shocked if somebody was like, yeah, this is actually my favorite game of all time. I love Abstract Strategy, and this is my favorite one. I wouldn't be shocked. That's true. And I guess that's kind of what I like about doing this particular segment uh, for our podcast, because we do get to then touch on games that don't just feed into the cult of the new, although I'm a total... I'm part of that cult through and through, probably the president, but oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I do also like touching back on some other games that maybe came in and people were flocking to it. And then, you know, five, 10 years later, they're not really spoken about enough and we're bringing it back to the fold, baby. Heck yeah, man. So what I want to talk about is my speak up game of the month it is this little quirky kooky little game that hasn't gotten a whole lot of love although has been picking up i think a little bit of steam i know really i knew about it because of the brothers murph they spoke about it a good amount uh z garcia from the dice tower has now just been speaking about it a little bit but i'm talking about the bloody inn huh yeah, okay. I think that this game doesn't really... It, it kind of floats just below the radar, I think. Yeah, and, I think that's a good way to describe that. Yeah, and it is a lot of fun. Oh my goodness. I The first time I played it, I'm thinking like, oh, it's this like really funny little light card game or whatever. And the more I play it, I'm like, wow, this game has got a lot in it, really. I mean, it's an economic game. It ha- the theme really comes through, and it's got this press your luck mechanic that I think people are really flocking to nowadays. So, I don't know. I love this game. The theme of it is absolutely hilarious to me, though morbid. It's really, you're playing as though you're running this hotel, and and we've spoken about this on the podcast before, but... Right, so you're running this hotel, and you figure out that you can actually make more money by killing your guests and stealing their money, right? And it sounds really horrible, but the game doesn't take itself seriously. It doesn't take its own theme seriously, and it's just this kooky, funny time. 
with a lot of really backbone to it. I think there's a, a nice amount of depth to the game. Not that, you know, you're not going to get a huge uh, whelp of strategy from it, like, say, Teotihuacan or something like that. <laughs> uh, but there's a nice amount of thinking that goes into it of, okay, how much do I want to press my luck? How can I make the most money? How can I be the most efficient with my turns? Because you only have two actions you could take each round and it's so there's it, it creates such tension for me and i love that in the game so that's really my speak up game of the month the bloody inn i like that one a lot actually and that's one so i played it a second time and really liked it in my second playthrough because i knew how to play it because the game it's kind of i found it kind of difficult to grasp at first like how the mechanics actually work in the game and uh so did our one of our friends i guess i won't call him out and i I found it funny though because um it's a game that's so easy to get to the table for people's first time playing it because all you have to do is tell them that theme and like how the game kind of works in that way and i think every single person wants to play it they're just like that sounds hysterical but it's it's a great theme it's very easy to sell on people so i'm actually kind of surprised that it hasn't blown up more because that theme is amazing to me like and it seems and it's not just me there's a lot of people like wingspan blew up because and i i didn't realize how many people love birds but i i know how many people love that idea of jokingly killing people because it makes you more money so <laughs> i don't know i <laughs> I would have expected this one actually to become more popular. I do find it interesting though how like kind of difficult it is actually to uh, first get the rules because the game I guess is a little more complex than we realized. Even though like you said, the strategy doesn't get that deep. It was actually kind of funny. Like see one of our friends, he thought like he was in a close second place, like trying to get first place and he thought that you melissa were his main competition and then turned out like he was in last place like, <laughs> I, I love things like that where people at the table think they're doing so well and then they just drop <laughs> down really hard right at the end for final story absolutely obliterated crushed yeah, i i i don't know <laughs> why i just love seeing somebody deflate like, <laughs> as final story happens even for me, honestly, like it's kind of hysterical when I thought I was in like first place, especially when I thought I was crushing it, and then I'm like in a dead last place for final story. And I'm like, okay, never mind. That is pretty funny. I yeah, the theme I think definitely sells me. I think what sold about Wingspan was just that it's finally a different theme. The bloody yeah. man. There are a lot of games. Or I wouldn't say a lot, but there's a fairly good amount where you're running your own business at the very least. But this takes an interesting and unique twist on that whole thing, you know. So uh, I would say that it's a unique game. I agree with you, but I think I think you described it really well. Actually, like Wingspan, the theme is purely unique, right? Whereas the Bloody Inn is more of a very unique twist. Yes, I like that. All right. 
Well, this has been another Speak Up Game of the Month. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Melissa McCacke. You could also follow us on Facebook, like that page. Join the conversation. Let us know what you think. What, some, what are some games that you've been playing that you're like, damn, man, nobody's talking about this game and they should. Let us know. We want to know. You've been listening to Room 51. What's up, everyone? My name is Melissa McCack, and this is my brother, Justin Maycack. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Room 50, Justin, what the fuck? I, dude, my throat was kind of, like, taut there. <laughs> That's what you do that one. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Three, two, one, from the top. What's up, everyone? My name is Melissa McCack, and this is my brother, Justin Maycack. Hey there. Do you want to, like, come on, bro? This never happens to me. I know. What are you doing? Do the dead from the top. <sighs> Why? Okay, stop. Stop. Enough. Enough. Twitch. Okay. What's up, everyone? My name is Melissa McCack, and this is my brother, John. Are you kidding me, dude? I tried. <laughs> wow. How? What? When does this happen? I don't know. We are uh, high on sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bathed in months. Yeah. We've been preparing. 